Get ready to shake things up with pineapple, coconut, and tango with mango lemonade, the two newest flavors of Rockstar Recovery from Rockstar Energy. These flavors are coming to you just in time to recover from the end of summer. But if that isn't enough, Rockstar Energy is giving five lucky people the chance to win $1,000 to fund their hustles. That's one grand in your pocket for any project you want. So recover like a rockstar, hustle like a rockstar, and visit rockstarhustle5.com for your chance to win. That's rockstarhustle5.com. See website for official rules and details. The Nerdgasm Talk podcast is brought to you by Spaces Philly. If you love podcasts, go to spacesphilly.com where you can check out Lulu and Pop, Both Sides, Turntables, Jump Thoughts, Super Tongue, and the Nerd Coalition's very own No Gimmicks Needed. Visit spacesphilly.com today. And now, feel the Nerdgasm. Oh, God. Wait, Lord. let me hit that note again. All right, we're going to take it from the top. Start with feeling. And welcome back to the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Wagon Zero, and welcome to the Pop Culture Pow Wow. We are here with the... Uh, dude, I don't think I have a name for you or a jingle for you. It's all right. <laughs> why, why do you sound like a sex operator right now? <laughs> Bro, <laughs> <laughs> no, the way you're so close to the mic, you are hiding a child. The... Like you are like, hiding a child. <laughs> you're so close to the mic. <laughs> but uh, we have Q Flow, Flow the rookie in the building. What's going on, everybody? We are here. Yes, we are here. Mister A and E should be coming soon. He is busy with something right now, but that's not going to stop us. You know the uh, the actual nerd coalition. You know. You know what I'm saying? If if y'all don't, it's an inside joke. Y'all y'all wouldn't understand it. Uh, but we got a good amount of stuff to uh, of stuff to talk about. Uh, Michael Jai White has his own studio. We're gonna be talking about the Golden Globes. We're gonna be talking about Venom. I don't really want to talk about that, but I'm pretty sure everyone <laughs> saw the trailer. It, even even Mark tagged me in the trailer. I'm like, bro, I don't care about this. It is too early. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about that. But first, there has been a casting release for the next movie of Knives Out, Knives Out Two, and it's shaping up to be very exciting. Um, gosh, what's his name? Ryan Johnson. Uh, he directed the first movie. First of all, that first movie was incredible. It was really incredible. good. Did I see it at your place? I think we started watching it at my place. Okay, I left. Yeah, I know I watched it. I just don't remember. Where I watched yeah, I it, but I, re- you left. Yeah, I vaguely remember watching it at your place because I think that was the barbecue, barbecue or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, that movie was incredible. That that was like it was like the first ten minutes, like oh, I know what's gonna happen. And then the rest of the movie, no, I don't. But uh, they're casting for a second movie. It looks like we're gonna have a great cast. We have Dave Batista. We're gonna have Edward Norton, Janelle Monae. And Catherine Hand. So pretty much uh the Marvel cast plus Janelle Monet. Honestly. Uh and then Daniel Craig is going to be in there, of course. I'm not sure about Lakeith Stanfield. I haven't heard anything from him being in this film at all. But uh Yeah, me neither. It would be strange to not have him. Well, he didn't really do anything in the first movie. So I don't really think we'll be missing now if he isn't in this movie. But I, I hope this movie keeps the same energy as the first movie because the first the first movie was outstanding. It was mind blowing of how well it, it was created, especially from someone that you know directed the Last Jedi. God, that movie was bad. But um, yeah, did I see it? 
Don't don't see it. Wait, you did not see it? I didn't see it. Okay. Did you see any Star Wars? I did. I saw uh Revenge of the Sith. Okay, that's a good I one. Saw... That's a good one. Oh yeah, it was a I great don't care one. what anyone says, that's um, a good one. <laughs> I saw Rogue One. That, that's another good one. Okay, you you I saw... <laughs> you hit it. What's the one? I saw the first one though with Ray and and Oh okay, boy, that, that was the best of the sequel trilogy. I saw, yeah, I saw the first one. I don't know which one that was. Was that, that Force Awakens? Yeah, that was Force Awakens. That yeah, I, I saw Force Awakens. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, New Mark, Mark Hamill was at the end, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that one. Uh, that's it. And then I just started watching the TV shows. The Mandalorian and what? Mandalorian, Bad Batch. Is that um, out? Yeah, I think we're on. I think we're on episode three. I, I might be at episode. No, no, no. I finished episode two. Yeah, so I think episode three might be out. I don't know when they do the drops. Okay, because I wanted to watch I, that. Yeah, so a lot of people weren't really. They were. They weren't liking it. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people were saying they didn't like the first episode. I guess. I don't know. The first episode is like the hour and some change. Oh, but then oh, the rest of yeah, but this but the second episode was like thirty minutes. Okay, okay. Now, if, but any yeah, but people were saying they don't like. I like it. it it's it's is it's a spinoff from the uh the, what's Wars. the three D Star Wars the Clone, Clone Wars, Wars yeah. yeah. All right, yeah, it's a spinoff from that, I guess. But I like it. So. Now, if you want to watch Clone Wars, you got to watch the second half of um season seven because that's where everything gets crazy. That's when uh, that's a lot of episodes to skip. I, it, no, it will only it makes sense because it takes place during Order sixty six, pretty much where okay. the third movie is, and that's where Bad Batch, yeah, that's where Bad yeah, that's Batch where Bad Batch is uh, pretty much leading off. But those final, like the final, I would say five, four to five episodes of uh, Clone Wars was outstanding. That w- it was like mind blowing. It was it was probably some of the best Star Wars I've seen in years, uh, mainly because of Ahsoka Tana. She's a great character, yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, um, woohoo! Knives Out. There's no, um, there's no date of when this movie is filming or estimate of when this movie is coming out. I'm pretty sure the pandemic uh, kind of pushed everything back on that. So hopefully we'll get some news soon on that. The next yeah. topic, um, let's talk about Michael Jai White. He has launched Gigantic Studios in Connecticut. Michael Jai White, uh, the actor, director, writer. He was in Arrow, Dark Knight, Spawn, Mortal Kombat Legacy. He just announced that he has launched his gigantic studio, which is a play on his name, creative name, honestly, mm-hmm. uh, which will be in Connecticut. That will be the first major mini studio in Connecticut. Um, he has long waited. He has long wanted to return home and expand his industry in the studio, providing jobs, professional training, apprenticeship, and for his local community. So, what? First of all. Good, good job. You know, coming back to yeah, your, right. You know, because this man does everything. He like we we just did the research. He's a king. He's a king. He he could whoop my ass. He can beat somebody's <laughs> ass. He could, oh, dad, you. <laughs> I like how you said you like he ain't beat mine. <laughs> he ain't beat mine. Can't he can't fight me if I don't challenge him. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, he literally does everything. Um. I keep forgetting he wasn't a Dark Knight, but he was in there for like one scene. Yeah, he um, was a Black Mask. Yeah, wait, that was Black Mask. Yeah, I didn't know that was Black Mask. 
I swore he was. Yeah, I think he was black. I mask. know he was like one of the gangsters, but I like uh, he had like his whole you know team and stuff, and it was this fake look at Ace Hood guy on his side. Yeah, but right. I didn't know that was Black Mask. Dad, I th- I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I thought he was black. I remember seeing it, and when the uh, subtitles when he started talking with the subtitles it said Black Mask. Oh, I could be man. wrong though. I gotta rewatch that. Oh yeah, no, I was wrong. He was Gamble. I, okay, I, I don't know who that is. His name was yeah. I don't know. Who that is. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna just say he was Black Mask anyway. Yeah, he, he yeah Black Mask. Uh, Michael Jai is Black Mask. You heard it <laughs> here first. Nerdcoalition. <laughs> um, but yes, he has started his own studios. I don't know what uh, he's planning to produce there. If it's going to be focused more on shows or movies. Hopefully, there's no more Why Did I Get Married series. That was not a good series. Yeah, right. Yo, uh, I, 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 yo. Apparently, he kicked somebody's ass in that show. I remember, I like, I was that. on you. Yeah, I see. bro, I was on. Yeah, <laughs> did he touch you? <laughs> that, that's all I remember. And then I see him like, flying over the kitchen uh, counter, and I was like, "What yo, is happening?" Yeah, yo, it's like, yeah, it's like it went to commercial. It came back. He beat the shit out of dude. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Wait, it was oh. like, did he touch you? Went to commercial, comes back, and that's when you know the guy's like dead. It's like, wait, what? Right, bloody shirt ripped <laughs> and all that. You know what was crazy? I seen him and like, why did I get married? Mm-hmm. And then I saw, then I saw like a video. It was just blood. It was the the, the prison scene from Blood and Bone. Right. And I'm like, yo, is that the dude from Why Did I Get Married? And they're like, no, he's the dude from Blood and Bone. And I'm like, holy shit, who is like, this guy? Yo, like, yeah, we, I, I got corrected real fast after that. Facts. <laughs> yo, I, the first time I experienced it was uh, through that movie. I think you showed me that movie. Uh, Blood, what's it called? I'm sorry. Blood and Bone. Yeah, Blood and Bones. We were just watching. I was yeah. like, why is this guy, who is he? And why is he beating up everyone so well with no Facts. effort whatsoever? Even the last fight, he was like, n- no sweat was dropped. At Yo, all. the last no, the last fight was so funny because like the dude he was fighting was like some world champ, mm-hmm. and he was kicking his ass, and he just tapped out, so he wouldn't win the money for the dude who was framing him or whatever. Uh, okay, I, it's been a while since I seen it. I don't remember it properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he had a lot of other fight movies too. I know he he's been for some reason doing the Never Back Down series. There's a series. Like, I remember there's two, but yeah. I didn't know there was a series. No, no what? Well, I mean, there's a third one. So there's a that's third what I mean. One? <laughs> yeah, it's the third one, and it's about him. <laughs> what the heck? Okay, you know what? Maybe yeah. I do like the second, he was featured in the second one, and then the third one's about him. And I'm just like, okay, but I'm not gonna say nothing because once again, he can knock my teeth out. So yeah. I mean, not not if you don't challenge him. So. Oh well, yeah. Well, you know. I'm here talking shit about his movies. I think that's a challenge. So I mean, they're not his movies. He's just a part of them. Yeah, he also did the um the first undisputed. No, I not re- the first undisputed. I remember undisputed. He did the he did the second one. Yeah, he he I loved them sequels because <laughs> the first one. Yeah, well, no, the first one. The first one wasn't even about him. It was about Ving Rhames and Wesley Snipes. That and that's then the, a... <laughs> yeah. And then the second one, the second one was him and Scott Atkins. And Scott then Atkins, Scott Atkins. Scott Atkins. You you're he's all right. I know him. I'm this Googling only, his this, right this, this, now. No, this is the only way I can remember. This is the only way I can remind you. Remember in Expendables 2 and he held the knife to the dude chest? Yeah. Uh, oh, and then John Claude Van Damme he, kicked it. Yeah, yeah, Scott Atkins was the one who held the knife. He does he's 
he's very underrated. Like he does a, like a lot of his martial arts movies are really good, but they're like straight to Netflix. I'm not gonna lie, that was hilarious. As you <laughs> said, the main guy kicking the knife, he was like, "Oh yeah, he was the one holding it." <laughs> he was the one holding it. Yeah, that was but, an um yeah no. Kick also. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So the second one was like uh, Michael Job White and Scott Atkins, and then the other five were about Scott Atkins. But whatever. Jeez. Um. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, but you yeah, it's somehow. Facts. Now I'm glad he he's opening up a studio. I I guess he's going. He does a. I guess he's doing a lot of martial arts movies. Um. That's probably what's going to be filmed. So, yeah. In his studio, which I'm not. I'm not mad at. Yeah, I'm not mad at at all. He he's like he's kind of like Akon to me. He just be moving, doing power moves in silence. Right. Like I I never know what this oh. guy is doing, but he's just always. A like, lot of people don't like him right now. Because he said he could beat Bruce Lee. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I personally think he can. I I'm voting for him because he's black. That's I'm not vo- well, not not just that. I I, I personally think he can though. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I I feel like he can. Like if they're like both in their in their, in their well, prime. Bruce Lee died in his thirties, so like both of them in their thirties. I think he could, I think he could get Bruce. You know what? It might buy, it, yeah. but but it'll be by like like whoever. Honestly, though, in a match between them two, because I know like their precision base, it's definitely down to who lands the best shot. Like, it, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Cause yeah, Bruce, I, I saw him playing uh, ping pong with nunchucks, and I was just like, okay. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, they both got accurate. So yeah, it's honestly on who lands the best shot. But um, right. yeah, so a lot of people are are are, are kind of again, you know, anti Jai White. That, I'm not. That's the dumbest way to. Anti someone though, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I could beat him in a fight. It's like, dog, you, y'all know the Paul brothers think they could beat Mayweather, right? Like, oh, what? <laughs> gotcha hat. Wow. Um, moving on. Um, do, do I want to talk about Venom? Yes, you do. do, do... <sighs> All right, let's talk about Venom. The recent trailer for Venom has. This is how enthusiastic I am about this movie because, oh my god, like, I I I was hoping we don't get another one, but of course, now I will say, I will give this trailer credit to where it is due. Carnage looks amazing. Oh, okay. Miss A and E just bust through the door. He saw. (laughs) He knew what we was talking about. No, not at all. What's going on? Yeah, no problem. Hey, Mr. A and E. What's going on? Everybody don't know where I'm at in the podcast. I'm jumping in like a ball pit. We we just started uh Venom. We're about to talk about the Venom trailer. Uh, so, uh, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's get on this. Venom 2. Like, so, I will give this trailer credit to where credit is due. Carnage looks cool. Carnage looks really cool. Carnage is a blank. And two, Woody Harrison does not have that wig. He don't have that stupid wig. Yes. He don't. So, I will give it credit to those two. Other than that, this, I, I, I am so uninterested in this <laughs> because it is still like it still gets me mad about what I didn't like in the first movie, making a bromance out of Venom and Eddie Brock. But I, I'll get to you guys. I, I'll start with Q. How did you feel about this trailer? 
Um, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, there were a lot of uh, Easter eggs to like the comics and whatnot. So I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying. Well, well, you know, neither do I. But comics explained. Once I hear that, I oh, automatically wow. read the comic. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, there were a lot of like. I'm not saying Sony. Obviously, Sony. You know, they're not smart enough to take that direction. But man, if they introduce uh, the symbiote king, no, that is that is. Oh yeah, that would be boy. that would be crazy. I heard of uh, him. I didn't. Read He's a the worse whole... threat than than Darkseid. I mean, the, uh, than uh, Thanos. Yeah, from what I read, the I know they had the Ultimate Carnage uh, storyline. Yeah, I know that was pretty wild. Um, but yeah, I this trailer just did not hit for me. And it, it, honestly, it could be my bias. It could be. It could I, be think, I, think, no, I think. I think. No, it should be I, I think it is. Like I, I, I do want to be. I want to be interested in this. I want to, but it just did not sell me. Uh, Mister Andy, I know you did your reaction to it. How did you? Okay, so yeah, I hope you guys check out my reaction on it. I know I did that earlier in the week. Uh, I thought it was cool. There, there's only one little thing I'm worried about. I can't say I don't like it, mm-hmm. but I will say I am worried about it's. I don't want this to be too too buddy cop between Eddie Brock and, and Venom. Yes, yeah, and that, that's what I that's, was getting. And that's what I was getting in the convenience store, Venom convenience store scenes. And I was just like, okay, you're teetering, but we're not quite there just yet. I don't know. I ain't seen the movie yet. But I was like, I hope it doesn't really go down uh, that, that path in, in a way. Right. But other than that, was, the action was cool, you know. I think uh, Woody Harris says you don't have a wig no more, and then and, and Carnage coming uh, coming aboard. I think I think, I think it should be really uh, an interesting interesting way of how they're going to take this in, in the Sony perspective of it. Right, right. Um, and like I said, I, I, I was cool. With, I was cool with Tom Hardy in the beginning. You know, when he, when he first played Venom, opposed to you know your liking. But I, I, I think I think he does a good Eddie Brock. I think I think also to give it credit, some more of a different. I like a different version of Eddie Brock because he was kind of, you know, just one dimensional a lot of times, sometimes in the comics, depending on what comics you read, yeah. and especially in the animated series. So this one, you know, is giving, you know, is making him multi dimensional, which is not just a, a one typical stereotypical character, which I'm, I'm cool with that. I just don't want to see too much of sappy. Let's put it that way. I don't want to see too much sappy buddy comedy stuff uh, with Eddie Brock. I mean, I, I guess I, I can still see them, you know, you know, going, go you know, uh, going back and forth and doing a little thing, but there's just some things I was just like, I don't know how it's gonna work for me. I agree, I agree. That the first scene in the trailer with the breakfast, I, I was so annoyed with that. I was like, I, I don't want this, I, I don't want all of this in this movie at all, whatsoever. Um, but yeah, like I said, because that's not how Swag makes his breakfast. <laughs> yeah, I, I, do with, I do it with care. That kitchen is look- dirty. <laughs> My man wake up at five thirty a.m. And then hold on, let me <laughs> let me pull up the breakfast and see what he got because he got waffles, pink. That's too much bread for one. You're not there's no there's no like composition there. Where's the sausage? You threw cereal and ketchup and it, mustard and come. This man said where the sausage? Well, he definitely go just go with pancakes and peaches. Yeah, I mean swag. You're you're pretty. Hey pretty man, judgmental uh, on this guy is a, <laughs> for for, for a hefty for a hefty guy like yourself. You're pretty uh 
Pretty judgmental there, brother. Hey, man. Yes. I, hey, hey, I like what I like. <laughs> I, I like what I like. You know, I, I, I'm not going to... I'm not gonna hide. I'm not gonna shame away my thing. But okay. Anyway, Venom. I mean, gosh, not Venom. Carnage looks cool. I will give it that much. Carnage looks really cool, and I think Sony did a great job with that. And honestly, Sony does a great job with uh, a lot of their special effects. I know. I still give credit to the Amazing Spider-Man too, because that suit with the special effects looked amazing. Uh, no pun intended. Mm. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, no. No. You. <laughs> So let's hop into the next trailer, The Purge. Now, Mr. Pause. Andy, we ain't even talk about Shriek. Who? Shriek. Who is Shriek? All right, let's move on. The next trailer. No, no, no. Wait, wait. Who? Who is Shriek? The. Well, the girl in the. Uh, I, I think she was like locked in a cage or whatever. She's a Spider-Man villain. I did not catch on to that. Let me hold up. I did not catch on to that. Yeah, she in the trailer she was like locked in a box, I think. Oh, and okay. she yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, played by uh, Naomi Harris, I think. Mm-hmm. And she's playing. That's right. They did cast her in this. Film. Well, I you just start breaking up. Oh, uh, can you hear me? Hello. Hello. Yeah, can you hear yeah, me? Yeah, yours. You said I started breaking up. Is it? Oh, at least on my end. You, you was breaking up. Oh, okay. Was I breaking up for you? No, you were you were fine on my side. Oh, uh, okay. Hello. Yeah. Yeah, man. We're... I can hear you. We hear you. You might have to drop out and come back. Yeah, you might need to drop out. Uh, Is it me? It Hello? might be. It might be because we hear each other. Yeah, we hear you. Okay, can you all hear me? Yes, I can yeah. hear you. Okay, all right. Okay, I said oh, there was a point where you, you was like freezing, and I was like, okay, I don't, maybe because I clicked on something. Oh, okay. On, on, on another tag. Maybe, yeah. Okay, uh, but no, I'm good. Uh, I do remember her getting cast, but again, this movie is a blur to me. I don't really care about it. I just, <laughs> I, I just want this movie just to come out and just do its thing. That way, I could just move on with my life. Um. But let, let's talk about the Purge. That's also a trailer that came out uh, this week. Now, Mister Andy, I know you're uh, you're the Purge guy. I know you like. Uh-huh. You, you said you like the whole series. I'm sorry, or okay. So the way I am, I I, I am a fan of the idea of the Purge, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I am a fan of, of the series. Don't make not him the first everybody. one. <laughs> Don't make him president. Cause he will be like, you know what, the purge ain't bad. Let's have one. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even. No. First of all, for the movie, fine. Before you know, an actual thing of living. No, I mean, just people just stop being dicks to each other. That's all you need to do. Now you gotta have the right to take all the emotion. I'm just get me off the street. I'm gonna be huh? real. If the purge actually happens, I don't think everyone will be this intense about murder. Well, if you've seen the first purge, it's kind of what it was about. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I, I saw that. I remember you made me Yeah, and the first person, I was like, whoo, this speaks too close to home. So I was just like, uh, yeah. But uh, when I say the first, I mean the one that's called The First Purge. Right, yeah. Yeah. So I, I enjoyed that one. I definitely enjoyed Anarchy. And the, the election year, I still didn't go back to finish watching that one. So now we got The Forever Purge. And I'm like, okay. See, when y'all had something cool, and y'all did the prequel, and I said where it came from, 
I don't. I, I, it's fine. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, okay, what is this now? <laughs> so uh, I was like, the purge is starting to get almost into the Saw category, where it's the. I think the franchise is big enough that it's starting to do everything it can to just make bank off of it. Right. And now, when, when I was looking at the trailer. I was sitting there thinking, like, okay, now I, I did not put a reaction up to this already. Okay, so I'm sorry, y'all. I was like, I already seen it, and I don't want to put a reaction if I, like, you know, fake everybody out. So I was like, no, I, I, I didn't see I seen it already, and I just didn't put a reaction to it. Out. But I was just like, okay, I see y'all trying to do a different theme for it. It looks like y'all trying to, you know, make so different. But to me, honestly, I, I look, like, the less interested in this purge. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. This one looks yeah. the most boring. Exactly. I was like, just because y'all add more blood and more, because see, that that's what happens when it goes into torture point. I was like, why are we in the old west? I'm like, okay, now I gotta see the Persian open land. You know, say like, it, right. like it's almost like, like, it, it, like in a western. I'm like, okay, y'all just taking this thing from what it need, what it needs to be. Like I said, the, the idea, you know, say of, of that as a horror movie was great, fine, and when uh. The, then after they started, you know, fixing it, especially at, at how they did how they, how they did the first purge and what the whole idea of the purge was and how they kind of m- manipulated that and stuff like that, I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. This I was just like, oh, this is like, God. this did, to me this I didn't see the movie, but this don't, don't need to happen. And it's coming out on July fourth, and I'm like, okay, I, I know what I'm not going to risk at the movie theaters <laughs> this year, and it's going to be the forever purge. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, when I saw the trailer, I was I was more curious because I'm like, I felt like this was already overdone or this already ran its course. So I thought this was going to be it, uh, mm-hmm. the election year. Then I started looking, like, the more I watched the trailer, the more this didn't feel like a movie. This felt like a trailer for a low-budget TV series. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah... Uh... Yeah, this is like I, I'm completely disinterested whatsoever. Mm-hmm. This is this does not interest me whatsoever. Uh, I'm not yeah. sure. Flo saw it. Flo the rookie. Did you see the trailer? Yeah, I saw the trailer. I'm not really, uh, not really that interested in it. Um, I, 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 I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, I, yeah. That, that's how I feel. Um, I'll even say this. I care more about the Venom trailer than I did for this trailer. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Mr. Mr. A&E. Yeah. Which one are you uh which one are you more excited for? This or Eve Marie Return? Don't don't do this right now. You know what? I would like to know that uh answer as well. If you don't mind. I'll take a purge any day over Eve fucking Marie Return. <laughs> <laughs> The next we gotta do is Tales of the Hood. See which one of those movies you want to see. <laughs> but yeah, this, this movie does not interest me whatsoever. It, it kind of just missed the mark for for my interest, at least. I'm even looking at the contest and uh, the oh gosh, the comments for this movie, and people are saying, yeah, this this is a missed opportunity, like called the Yeehaw Purge. Yeah, yeah, the Yeehaw. I like. I, I think I think the fact that it's a country movie it just throws me off i would if anything i would like to see a purge film 
where it was um if uh gosh what was if it was like an anthology like we have different perspectives in one night but that's kind of what it is sort of yeah i mean like on the same night you know what i mean oh i, oh, I see what you're saying like i would yeah, because- i would like that as like a movie series i think that would be cool and original um yeah to so we could like you, you know just interchange characters um have characters meet up that yeah wasn't there before but it's just like it's like Back to the Future Three meets Brokeback Mountain, but everybody's okay. Pissed. That's that's a perfect example. Back to the Future <laughs> Three. That was the I did not like that, and I it, it it's just something with cowboys, so I'm just like not into. <laughs> Nobody should be, but I'm saying, but uh, you know, it's, it's it's just like that, and and Brokeback Mountain, but everybody's pissed. <laughs> I'm like, okay, and and there we go, Purge Five. Okay, it's, I'm like, all right, see y'all going down to Final Destination. Y'all going down to Saw. Yeah, it's okay to let something go. You're yeah. going down Fast and Furious. Oh, Fast and Furious. That's gonna make it bang, though. I can't say that. That's yeah, gonna Fast and Furious is actually entertaining. Like the further they go, on. <laughs> uh, now I'm not sure if like I'm not saying you're like a. Uh, you could be a director or a writer for these series, but if you were had to make a, if you had to make a purge story, would you know what yours would be about? Um, if if I had to do a purge story, <laughs> Trump getting shot. <laughs> that would be a movie. That would be a, a, a celebration. <laughs> That'd be breaking news. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, also, I, I mean. I would play into the realism mm-hmm. of the day and I, I, I would, you know, play off the fears that people truly do have. Right. You know, but uh that will be but see, those ideas, stuff like that will be a thing like that's too close to the home and it's too close to uh thinking that something like that could happen like tomorrow. So, you know, right. it's like it's like like do I have an idea for it? Sure, but I wouldn't touch it. Okay. I w- I'm not sure if any of the movies I know because I only seen the first purge, the uh, the dub, the title, the first purge, not the yeah. very first purge. The black one, you can say that. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, yeah, I can say that. Um, I would like to see like the aftermath of the purge of like people actually trying to get jobs and seeing how that's affecting them. Uh, like and having like someone in their best friend is like, yeah, so I killed this family last night. It was like, yo, you're not about that life. What made you do that? Yeah, they they did something like that. It's called the Purge TV show. Oh, they did. Okay, okay. So once again, why are we doing a western? Now? It's like yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to have all this money. It, yeah, at this point is money. And I, I, with this pandemic, I think uh, studios are just trying to get their money on things like if if a series works, they're going to cash out on it. You know. Mm-hmm. So that that's the main thing. If if any if a series works, they're going to cash out on it regardless. Yeah. Um, and apparently, this is one that worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, believe it or not, but yeah, um, I'm I don't care about this movie. I know. I guess we won't see Mr. A and E at the theater for this one. Yeah, no, I mean it's a lot of things. <laughs> a lot of other things I've I've willing to sacrifice for. Uh, for the, I was willing to I was willing to go. We was trying to go yesterday, but. I, but uh, my tickets got sold out because there's uh, social distancing 
And I was like, I'm clearly out of movie shape because I was like, I just go get get this joint online real quick. And I'm like, it's it's limited seating. And I was like, because we, we were trying to go see Spiral. Yeah, I know that came out uh, mm. this weekend, I believe. Yeah, uh, not interested in that. I I don't think I can see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't ready to see that. Uh, I did get Man, a. Review. You ain't alone on that one. I, I, I'm like, it, it, also, it's just Chris Rock. It's like. I, I don't think I'm ready to see you in a serious role yet. Because <laughs> mm. all I hear is, come on, man. It's all. It's like, I, that, that's all I That's hear. your problem. You got Samuel Jackson in there. Oh, motherfucker. Like, Samuel Jackson could literally do anything. I feel like. <laughs> I could I, believe Samuel Jackson more than I could believe Chris Rock. Was it y'all that said that Sam, what if Samuel Jackson was behind it? No, I, ain't uh, yeah, I didn't say that. <laughs> oh. That would be pretty crazy. I thought I, I heard a theory. It's like, well, what if Samuel Jackson is like behind all of it? Yeah, I I never seen a Saw movie once. Cause he probably be pissed. You didn't come over and see me on Thanksgiving, motherfucker. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Look, Samuel Jackson is doing like eighteen movies. He got three of them that I've seen trailers for recently. Uh, yes. I, I one was like it was like it was a YouTube ad. I wasn't really paying attention to it, but it's like an assassin movie. He's in. It's not the Hitman Bodyguard, but it's. I know what you're talking about. I, I, I just seen, I just seen the thumbnail for it. It's salt or something like that. It's, it's kind of like that. I don't know, but um, yeah, he's in everything. I know, I know it ain't salt. That's Angelina Jolie. No, oh yeah, okay, gotcha. Um, but yeah, uh, sure. Isn't she? Isn't she in something? Uh, Eternals and something called Never Back Down, which I was like, what is this? Yo, how many Never Back Downs are they going to give us? We no, were just talking about that. I think that. that's what the movie we, is called. Or, we were literally just talking about Never Back Now. How many more are they going to give us? No, it's something that I think it is called. It's something where it looks like, um, what's it called? What's it called? Um, Rambo. It looks like the last Rambo movie. It's called uh, Those Who Wish Dead. Those Who Wish Me Dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay, I was okay, like, okay. What, what is she doing now? But, Y'all uh, heard they put in Rambo on Call of Duty? Oh. Um. Hmm. Only, only, only remember because you said Rambo. It no, I, I, I actually didn't know that. That's interesting to say the least. I think he's. I, I think they're putting him as zombies. That's even how about, weirder. Like, how about, oh, well, how do you feel about that, Qflo? I don't know. I don't. I don't really play Call of Duty. Oh, maybe one of y'all would care. I play it every now and then, like every three months or so. No, I, I, I'm still waiting on my, you know, Ryu and Chun Li for for my Power Rangers, which the Chun Li trail did drop. Oh, it did. Whoa. Yes. How, uh, I'm seeing. man, man, gamer. Let's let's uh, break that down real quick. How did you feel about that? Woo! Woo! Now, Chun Li, unlike Ryu, is a bit better than uh, in the versus games. Mm-hmm. Am I right? You're absolutely right. Okay, um, because yeah, she. I, I'm pretty sure she's going to be a mean. Like she's going to be a threat, Bruh, I'm just saying, like, like the feet don't stop in there. Oh, then she has a she has a class of '93 Angel Grove skin also, which is the blue. I'm like, yo, they really are knocking down these '90s looks for real. And uh, I was like, I, I I I was feeling it, and just the the things I was seeing Chun Li do in the trail, I was like, yo. They about to make bank off this stuff, and I'm like, man, I, I can't, I cannot wait. I hope so. The studio deserves it, and 
maybe this could give like them more budget into a future game or well more DLC. Oh, oh, well, well, they already said they're not finished yet, but but this is a hub definitely sparked back up for after how they had low sales with Scorpina. So, uh, absolutely, everybody has been uh going up on this, and you know, there's been a number of positive comments so far. I mean, we, we got that one little protest outside of the Nway studio by the name of Q Flow, but I can walk past him and then we can just <laughs> <Yeah>. go <ahead. laughs> <laughs> just walk right past him. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Uh, you... Keep on uh, water. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, so I, 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 I can't wait till we get back in the lab and you know start sparring and practicing. I, I'm excited yeah. to play that game again. It's definitely been a while. It's been a while for me too. And I'm just like, sorry, I got to go ahead. You know, I want, I want to get a little training out before it comes out. That I want to definitely go back to the verses and the content. Uh, why? Um, when the, when it comes out May twenty fifth, so you already know. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, but uh, next topic. This is going to be a pretty short one. Uh, Shang Chi is doing a forty five day exclusive window in the movie theater, and then it will be released on uh, Disney Plus and Hulu. I believe it's going to be Disney Plus Premium. I don't see anything saying otherwise uh, mm-hmm. from what I'm reading, but. Uh, I figured that was gonna happen. I figured that was gonna happen because that is a dangerous game they're playing. It is. It is, but it it's honestly one of the safest games to play. Oh no 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 no! I don't mean for them. I mean for people who don't have the chance to go to the theater. The spoilers they will oh, see forty five days prior. I didn't even think that. I didn't even think about that. Well, do you Neither think today? Yeah. Apparently. I mean, look, <laughs> what if this was Infinity War? I, every time I think of the pandemic, I think of, like, man, what if this was Infinity War? They would have pushed Infinity War back and back so and far. back and back. Like, we like, Infinity War comes out in 2030. We're going to make sure every set gets to the movie theater. No, that, every single trailer of Infinity War would say, we will see you in the movie theater. Exactly. <laughs> it's going to be like a quiet place. Only in Theaters, yeah, they, okay. they double down on that. <laughs> but that, well, a quiet place is a movie where I feel like that is a movie theater. Like you have to experience that in the theaters. Like I Look, wish I saw the first one in the theaters. Bro, I'm telling you right now, we got to find a way May 30th to get our behind staff and So soon, like yeah, bro, who are you yeah, telling? Wait, May 30th. Yes, that's a Sunday. Oh, the, uh, look, it come out, it come out it comes at the end of May. I just watched it. I just okay, watched it till the one that no, nobody like, watched. If, if May thirtieth is the day it comes out, that's a that is crazy. Why would they drop it on? A Whether it be the twenty ninth or the thirtieth, whether I whether I'm reading the wrong or even the twenty eighth, it doesn't matter. I got to get there. Look, I am off that Monday because it is uh, Memorial, Memorial Day. Day. Yeah. So, if I'm off that Monday too, I mean, we might as well make plans now. <laughs> And let, let, let's uh, let's learn from Mr. A and E's mistake and try to get the tickets early instead. Of- <laughs> exactly, <laughs> because they only got like fifteen seats of it, Joel. Not but, if you rent it out. Oh, we got money bag Q over here. I forgot. Oh you yeah, know, the, jo- the Dogecoin enthusiast. You know, he- it's only a. <laughs> like, Come on, guys! It's only two fifty. Yeah, let's take a survey. Who has a PS Five? Raise your hand. <laughs> Hey man, all that right. was luck. That was that was all luck. 
That, that was five in the morning. <laughs> that was all luck. I just got, we got lucky. <laughs> Y'all got money. You, you, oh, over I, here, I, you over here renting the theater out $250 for a theater for uh, three hours. We got a system that could keep us going for the next eight years. That Renting that theater out sounded like more money to me. <laughs> Y'all, y'all, y'all got money. <laughs> Written a theater was cheaper than the PS5. <laughs> Look, man, and like I said, you're only doing it for like how many hours? You don't do it for like three hours. Where's this? Well, look, thing? <laughs> you do the math. You you take that. Uh, you take that. How many divided in the amount of days are in eight years? You got yourself like that. <laughs> you got yourself for how how much you got? That's like that's like point one cent a day. KQ flow. Yes, sir. I've been gave up. You see, I ain't talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I've been gave up. This man still drawing. I gave up. Blow you, you right? My, my, my bad. Hey, man, I, I'm just saying. But let's talk about the Golden Globes. Um, man. Woo! Uh, so it has How been. How did you not hear about this news, especially with your boy Tom Cruise? What did Tom Cruise do? What? I've been, okay. This week has been hectic for me. With work, my computer was like has my work computer has not been working like crazy. So I, that's what made that's been most of my focus. What, well, what happened? The biggest thing is that um, there have been <laughs> it's fun. There have been issues with the Golden Globes, as we all know. And remember that whole skit that Ricky Gervais cut a couple years ago mm-hmm. about how you know lack of diversity, and everything it was with the Golden Globes. Yeah. Well, they finally had their breaking point, especially after Mark Ruffalo. And, <clears throat> wait, 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 wait for it. Scarlett Johansson came out. <laughs> they, they love staying together. What, what is yeah. with them? Rosa Parks came out. <laughs> yeah, she, she finally came out. That was good. And she, fi- <laughs> she finally came out, and she was a. Uh, <laughs> and they spoke out about the diversity issues of the Golden Globes. You know now, that's funny hearing it from Scarlett Johansson. That's why I stay away for it. So finally, NBC canceled the Golden Globes for next year. Not airing them, and Netflix and HBO and Warner pulled all their movies from there. They're not going to give them no movies to even review for the Golden Globes. Now, I feel like before you, start, I feel like this is a step in the right direction. However, I feel like there was also like, to me, this feels mm. like they're just using diversity as an excuse to not do it at the moment. Well, where- well, well here's the thing: a, a lot of things we 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 know the award shows are going downward, right? Right. Okay, and it's 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 easier to pick on the Golden Globes because they've been doing more. Well, the Oscars have been doing shady shit also, but it's easier to, to do some of the Golden Globes because. Some of their breaking points happened because um, there were now uh, there's they have a corruption in, in voting. Uh, last year, I believe it was uh, best series uh, was um, a, a show that won was what they call Emily in Paris, right? Mm-hmm. And when Emily in Paris won, uh, the the actual writer came out. And said, um, I shouldn't have won this award. Period. 
It should have been what was the show that they said uh should have won? Oh my god, it's on tip of me. Uh I may destroy you. I mm. heard of that show. I that show has been getting rave reviews, critically acclaimed show. It wasn't even nominated. But they nominated Emily in Paris. Well, she said, I mean, you know, if I, if we acknowledge our things, but no, we should not even be up here. This is the writer for the show mm-hmm. saying that we shouldn't even be up here having this discussion about this award because I May Destroy You has been the best thing all year and it wasn't even nominated. They did the same thing with the Taurus that uh, Giant Depp Angelina Jolie movie, which on Rotten Tomatoes got a 20%. With a forty-two percent uh, um, fan critic, uh, uh, yeah, audience, yeah, audience rate ranking, and yet it was nominated for best picture at the Golden Globes. Really, really. Now we don't care about the, the, the tomato meter too much, but they do. Yeah. And here is the here's the big reason why because the Academy, um. Uh, just to just to read y'all some facts real quick. These are the differences that they, that they have. The Academy has ten thousand voting members, made up of actors, directors, writers, film exclusives, musicians, publicists, etc. The Golden Globes, you know, uh, um, has eighty-seven members, made up of film journalists who live, uh, who don't live in too many foreign outlets. Now, with those eighty-seven. Members, zero are black. Oh, it hasn't had a black member in at least twenty years. Sounds like the White House. Wow. Close, yeah. So there has been a representation problem, and there has been a corruption in voting problem, and especially when um, the writer Emily Paris came out. And uh, said that I May Destroy You deserves a Golden Globe nomination. And they, they, they didn't even blink an eye to it to go out there and watch it. No, it's, 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 it's disrespectful. So finally, they were saying, because, you know, the Golden Globes has been going down in race anyway. Uh, so now they decided to cancel the whole thing. Tom Cruise, your boy Tom Cruise, Shipped all his Golden Globes back to the Hollywood Film Association Press. My man, that's right. <laughs> he said, "I don't need yeah. these at all." <laughs> he said, yeah, "There has been he, so much." Did he sprint them personally? Just <laughs> carried the box over Yo, his head. That what? That will be a commercial that will I will for. That'll be like the greatest Super Bowl commercial ever. Tom Cruise <laughs> running to get the Golden Globes back to the Hollywood Film for. Uh, uh, Press Association. Oh my God, that'd be great. And just him throwing that. I don't need these. <laughs> yes. So, yes, and, and like I said, we still have these issues with the academy. But the academy, you're dealing with bigger monster. You're dealing with the, you know, the big shebang bang, and it's going to take a little bit more power to really start to try to change them as as they're try, as they as they can say trying to make strides. Because like we did have um, diversity. In, in in this upcoming uh in this past Oscars, I mean of course and we had the COVID issue stuff like that. So we did it's like it's like they're trying to make strides to, to make things different, but different, but it's still there's still a big problem, especially when we had the whole thing of how the Chadwick thing ended at the academies, right? Awards, some of that, and we still 
haven't had a uh, a African American female best actor not supporting because Viola Davis and Octavia Spencer and all of them won supporting. Holly Berry was the last one to win best actor actress, and that was two. That was that was the night when she won and Denzel won. Yeah, and that was in two thousand two. And she had to take her clothes off to do it. Exactly, she had to fuck Billy Bob Thornton. Out of all people, exactly to do that, and then you know, Denzel had to go out and tell you about King Kong ain't got shit on him as he played a dirty cop. So, now with 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 that being said, um, Alfonso one of them ones though, man. We ain't doing that. That that, that was a great movie. (laughs) I I will, I will defend that movie. (laughs) I understand, but to me, it. I know, I, should, I know what you. I know no, what you mean, though. He should have got a Award for it, absolutely. But he all his first Academy Award for Best Actor should have been Malcolm X. Yeah. The end. Starving. Yeah, but he lost to Al Pacino for some other movie. Um. Wow. So, uh, yeah. But so the Academy should have problems too. But with, with this for for the Golden Globe, especially you know how Tina Fey and Arnold was talking about the diversity issue in the Golden Globes at this past Golden Globes. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's it's not doing it's not doing them any favors. So NBC agreed to cancel them. Now, if they're going to cancel them, so they try to get their act together, maybe. But me personally, I didn't go to Globes and stuff enough not to give a fuck. Right. You know, and it's funny because it's like now you want to see what what people are going to do because Tom Cruise uh, put pressure on everybody now indirectly by saying, "I'm gonna get these drones back," and they were like, "Well, hold, hold, hold on now." You know, say you know, I, I understand. You know, you 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 won it, you earned it, and you felt as though you know you want to you know show it off. But uh, I mean, I applaud Tom Cruise for, for you know for for what he did. He didn't have to do that. Yeah, he did. But he did. Oh. Tom Cruise always go to the extreme. I mean, yeah, that he that, that, that's, his way to do the extreme. Exactly. So. uh I, I just I, that was one of the biggest news that hit like on Monday, Monday or Tuesday when this hit, and I was like, "Oh yeah, we gotta we gotta bring that up." So me uh, explaining that stuff to you, uh, your thoughts? Oh, it's wild. Um, I one hundred percent agree. Uh, that the diversity is like lagging on levels where it should not be, especially for this day and age. However, I. For some reason, I feel like they're just using diversity as an excuse because of their viewership going down so bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because it's, I, I can understand why they've been canceled because it's like, yo, our views has been going down bad. But let's try to act like we're standing for something and say it's diversity. Mm-hmm. That's what I personally feel like. Um, as I've been, as I was researching when you text that to me, um, I didn't find enough like validation to really believe like oh okay we're trying to fix ourselves you know mm-hmm. uh, but that that's just my personal opinion i i could be wrong 100 if more information comes out i i will change my opinion on that but as from what i'm seeing right now it just doesn't it doesn't feel genuine mm-hmm. to say the least uh, how about you Paul? well between this and Black Superman, the world's on fire, and I love it. <laughs> okay, look with Black Superman. That that's just like it, it, it's as a black man, I'm happy. We we cool. We get a Superman, but at the same time, it's like really, we we could have had a John Stewart movie. 
we, we didn't need a black Kal-El movie. I'm still I don't need a black Kal-El hope. movie neither. What? I'm still hoping out hoping that it could be, you know, Calvin Ellis, aka Kal-El without the dash. Yeah. So, you mm-hmm. know, I'm hoping. But if they do like Kal-El with the dash, I'm like, well, here we go. Right. Buggle up. <laughs> Which I'm not a thousand percent on board with, but people are mad and I'm enjoying it. Oh, yeah. And by, yeah. When I say people, you know who I mean. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure, for sure. And I don't I don't care that like everyone's gonna be like, look, Superman's Kryptonian. He could be any color he wants. <laughs> like y'all y'all are making a big deal out of, about it. But I, I feel like a world does need to see a black Superman at this point. We need like we had our Luke Cage, we had a black bulletproof man, and we we got it at the time where we needed. But it, it's like, well, we had Wakanda though, bro. We, we also, yeah, exactly. We also had Wakanda. We had a black king, uh, God rest his soul, and th- like it feels like it feels like DC is pandering. I know we said that last week. Uh, DC is it feels like DC is pandering. Mm-hmm. But, um, that's neither here or there. Matter of fact, Q, how do you feel about it? Oh wait, well you. Never mind, you already said it. Uh, the world's burning. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm no, I'm honestly, I honestly hope it's Calvin Ellis, because if not, then it, then you know, what are we doing? But as long as the snowflakes are crying, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to support it. Yo, he said it's on even it's even snow in July. Like yo, the matter of fact, I'm about to cast right now. We get, uh, we get uh, Superman, a black Superman, uh, Serena Williams as Wonder Woman. What else we got? We got um as at wait Serena Williams as Diana Prince. Yes. Okay. That's what I want. <laughs> uh, let's get a. Let's, 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 you want that for all the wrong reasons, but I'll, I'll, I'll get Idris. Up. Let's get Idris as Bruce Wayne. Ooh. Ooh, hold up, hold up, you spitting? Mm. Let's campaign it. That that sounds a little bit. We get Idris, get Idris, right? Get Idris as Batman, and get uh, get my man Franklin from Snowfall as Robin. Ooh, Robin's the main character, right? My man, uh, Damson Idris, yeah, yeah, yeah. Franklin, that's, that's his name. Okay, yeah, that would be. I could see him playing a Robin. Look, I, I saw I saw two scenes of Snowflake and he gave me chills. Snowfall. Snowfall. My bad. You ever <laughs> watched the series? I have not watched the series. Bro, you miss it, it. now. It's on a good show. I don't... It's on Hulu. Yes, okay. it's on Hulu. All just, four seasons. I just never knew where to watch it. All four seasons, and it's crazy because him between him and the uncle, neither of them sound like that L.A. Like yo, yeah, his uncle all Britain. No. <laughs> No, they're not all British, but the uncle, his voice ain't as deep. At, like his voice ain't deep at all. His real voice. Yo, he kind of sent. I don't. I don't know who <laughs> we know to compare his voice to, but his voice is not deep at all. Like his real voice. And when you see him, like when you see his face compared to the voice, it's like what the who the hell are you? <laughs> like it's a complete change. It's a complete change, bro. All I know is these Brits are going to make us lose our jobs. Like, they, they be coming in with American accents where it's like, yo, what? There's no way that this is not your real accent because you're playing it off too well. Mm-hmm. Baby Denzel. Uh, the, the, the baby Denzel. Man, uh, uh, gosh, uh, Kahlua. That Fred yeah, Hampton. Yeah, that's what I got also. That Fred Hampton mm-hmm. was crazy. Boy, that John. <laughs> I was like, God. 
was like, no, he. I was like, he know him personally. There's no other way. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was um, yeah, the Golden Globes. But, yeah, I, I just something's not something's not hitting right with me. Uh, they said uh, hopefully it will come back in January 2023. Now, for you, uh, Mr. Andy, you're the awards guy. If if you if this doesn't come back, how would you feel? Don't care. Okay. Ditto. Yeah. Care. I, I can't absolutely yeah. let's about to go to Globe. I was gonna say the same thing because it I got it's the same thing with E three. If it comes back, cool. If it doesn't, I'm not losing any sleep. And it's been biased from day one, and not even just on the diversity thing, just even on movies I like. I like no no thing. And the Golden Globes is trying to be it's trying to be a second to the Academy so they guys had to have a place. I'm like, no, nah, it's cool. Just you know, stop with the bullshit, let's do the stuff right and let it it all these award shows, it just look, it needs to be the granddaddy of them all. Grammys, music, Oscars, movies, you know, et cetera, et cetera, and, and do it that way. And uh, let's honor the people that need to be honored. You know what I'm saying? The Golden Gold Globes to me was just a waste of time in the first place. That I like watching, I like movies. I'm like, yeah, but it's like, okay, Chad, we got the Golden Globe. I'm happy for him, but I want him to get the Oscar. We all know that's, that, that look, no matter what. Endgame, game we, we we try to do or what we what we care about and what award shows we have. If you're in a certain business, we know what what eventually you want to be at. Such as when we talk about wrestling, you can talk, you can go AEW all you want to, you can go to all these indie promotions all you want to, and talk about some how you much you love the business, you hate Vince. But every single wrestler out there knows that one day they want to be where WrestleMania mm-hmm. is it. If you're a wrestler in the business and that's not your goal at least one day, then what you in here for? It don't matter if you, you. We know how fucked up the NFL is, and how Roger Goodell is, and any football player right here. They talk some. Well, yeah, you know, I'm graduate college. I go to Canadian League. Nobody want to go to Canadian League. Don't nobody want to play Canadian football or arena football. They want to play where the NFL. That's just where it's at. And everybody, we don't need a, an Oscar to define us. It's like we don't need a Grammy to define us. But even if you're in that business. You know what the granddaddy of all is, and all the work that you're putting out there, it's like, yeah, it's fine if you have a Golden Globe. It's even fine if you have an NAACP award because they're acknowledging our people. Right. But you know what you want, and you know what you know what the, the cream of the crop is, and that's that Oscar that will, no matter how much you need to rub, you know, since it was Spike Lee, it don't, it don't need to represent me, but he jumped up in Samuel Jackson's arms when he got that Oscar. Yeah. It means something to these people out here. We didn't let it affect us, but it means something. You know, and that's just, it's just you know that's the way it is. Especially you want you want everybody to see that the work that I do is acceptable, and it doesn't should matter what kind of skin color or religion or sex or uh you know g- gender swap. I am. That's just that's just the bottom line. Right now, do you feel like this could be a platform to where other award shows start getting canceled like this? Well, we was on the snowball last year, and I said this to everybody. Change does not happen overnight. And everybody hears a cliche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know. Look, every major event in U.S. history happened with just one incident and it snowballed into something else. Last year, our eyes were, uh, everybody's eyes, whether they liked it or not, was awakened to racial problems in this country. And it started a snowball effect. That George Floyd that happened last year, that's, that's a snowball effect that's going to keep rolling for the years to come because 
If that didn't happen last year, the Golden Globes is coming back next year. Mm-hmm. How many we've been talking about diversity for all this stuff for years, but see now when you it all it takes is one incident to really get the ball rolling, and we faith fate choose that incident. The civil rights movement would never happen if Emmett Till didn't get killed. That's the way it happens. That's the that's the way the snowball fight happens. So yes, I do believe that there's going to be investigations. There's going to be other things that's going to go into warship. Because once the once the ball is rolling and people show balls and what w- what change? Like, come on, you ain't never heard of an actor sending back his awards, right? Because Tom Cruise will be he's the first. But I do believe he ain't gonna be the last. Yeah, he won't be the last. But it it, it always starts with something. And see, here's the thing: we've been protesting the Oscars for decades. We have been protesting hip. Q no, we've been hip hop been protesting the Grammys since the eighties. Mm-hmm. This this thing ain't new. But what happens is, in order to create change, you have to see the people who don't know that change needs to exist. You have to open their eyes to a lot of things. And when you open their eyes, a lot of things like, oh, shit, I've never seen this before, or they never pay attention to it, or they were ignorant to the fact, then when you open their eyes about that's how this change comes, because you open their eyes, and now we going to keep the pressure coming. So now there's no going to Globes, <clears throat> and they realize, oh, damn, maybe we don't need it. And it'll probably, it'll probably force them to want to try to do some legit change, but they got two years to get act together. They got a, a, a legit two years to get their act together. And the Academy, now this puts pressure on the Academy because the Academy was at its lowest of ratings. And you can't blame that on COVID. Right. And even if, with some of the diversity picks uh, in there, you know what I'm saying? It, it's, it, you know, it, it still was a mess. And it, st- it still needs things to, you know, to fix it. Like, we, we're in 2021 and we're still hearing first woman or first person of color or first black to do this. And it's like, like the, the lady said, I forgot who, who was who went for costumes. Was a costume design? I think it was. He said, when we get to a point where this is not a achievement, it's a normal. Just to hear people getting called up, you know, just to be represented. It's, it's that day. I think it's going to come because of how the Baltimore people are fed up and more people open their eyes to it. More people are understanding how things work. Remember, we was talking off air, talking about something. You know, it's funny. I think this uh, last year was, I think, was people really tr- learning the true value about voting. Yeah. Because growing up, we we didn't understand it. And then let alone care because he was always saying, well, they're going to pick who they want to pick anyway. But it was, it, it hit different this year. You know what I'm saying? Right. And like, I remember saying, like telling you, it was like, when I learned about voting, I was like in first grade. And <coughs> we never learned it again. And I was like. Exactly. Who first grade cares about that? Because you can't vote till you're 18. Right. So it's going to cause, it's going to cause an effect. And you're curious to see. What's going to happen with you know Grammys and the Tony Awards and and um, you know the Academy and things how things are going to move into next year and then who's going you know who's the, what kind of stuff is going to be nominated things like that it, it's you know it's, it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how a lot of this stuff is you know going to come out to play right I hope it's start to change 
I hope it starts to change. The only <laughs> division that I know with voting rights that's like fair at the moment, I would say video games. You know what? Now that I thought about Last of Us, never mind. I'm about to say. Uh, <laughs> now that I thought about Last of Us, never mind. Because <laughs> I'm about to say. Hold, now, hold, hold, hold on. Sony, Especially Sony be putting some money into something. <laughs> Oh, oh, bro! So you put money into something Nintendo do because Nintendo snuck. Everybody was like, "Wait a minute, Super, uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate beat what game?" Oh, yeah. So now that was happen? fan voting for the video game. Mm-hmm. That that's different. Uh-huh. I could I could believe that. <laughs> I could yeah. believe that. Whereas like other like actual video games like sites is like, "Oh yeah, Last of Us Two is the game of the year. This was the most incredible." I was like, "You guys are lying." Lying, <laughs> like it. It, it seems. It seems as though that when it comes to the video game of the year, they always seem to pick the game that they want as video game of the year because of how they promote it. it. It, like I said, Last of Us is the Oscar game. It was. It was <clears> supposed <throat> to be made like that. And, exactly. You know, put out like that. Whereas games, where it's like these guys, like didn't really get like the biggest advertisements as last of us like ghost of tsushima but you could the care that was put in there like miles morales the care that was put in that game all the other games uh it was what was that hades the care that was put in that with a small team as they mm. had it, it was like it's incredible and it just shows like it's not about it it's not about te- like what makes a technical game great what, how does it play it's really about oh what made me feel this way Exactly. That's how I felt about Uncharted Four. I was like, "Cause that was my game of the year in 2017." Right. And I was just like, "That don't what even." I was like, oh, "Okay, there's no love for Uncharted. Are you serious? All right." Right. And yeah, I, like Uncharted, that was a great game. I would consider that a game of the year worthy type of game. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I digress on uh, video games. <clears throat> on that, but. Uh, we might as well talk about more video games. Resident Evil 8. Village. Village. Oh, I'm sorry. Village Resident Evil is uh, what they're trying to dub it because this is the new trilogy in Resident Evil. We, uh, If y'all don't know, Resident Evil does things in trilogies. We had the first three. Uh, everyone says, uh, I think, I would say two is the best out of the first trilogy. One and two was the best out of the first trilogy. Three kind of slipped. Um... The second trilogy, you know, you had four, five, four, probably be one of, considered one of the greatest games ever made. Five was pretty crazy, but, you know, it's Capcom. And then six just went off the rails. Um, but, you know, it has this, it still has its fan base. Um, and then you have the newest trilogy, which uh, seven, which was, you know, really good, went back into the horror genre for Resident Evil. And then now we're on 8, Resident Evil Village, which I streamed on Nerd Coalition Level Up. Uh, I had a good time streaming that. First of all, streaming felt good. It, it felt good to hop back in that. Definitely mm-hmm. tiring, as I remembered. But uh, definitely felt good to uh, get back in the streaming. And thank you for everyone that watched. I, I did have a blast. Um, you know, Q said I wasn't reading the chat. I was reading the chat, but you, I was, you was getting, not. I was. I was getting shot. At it. Okay, one, y'all were saying... Give it me. I'm like, okay, give what me? And why should I give I, it me? I <laughs> said the fat. No, me and Brittany kept saying, give the fat dude the meat. And I was like, well, I, at one, I didn't have meat to give. You picked something up and she said, give him the meat. 
Okay. And I'm like, well, I'm like, yeah, we'll give him the meat and then so you can I get your help. I went to the guy and it was like, oh, I need more meat. And then you got me, well, yeah. I'm like, what? What you mean? Well, yeah. Like y'all didn't. <laughs> How y'all give me halfway instructions? <laughs> but um, yes. The, anyway, thank you for everyone that hopped in. Um, so I'm gonna give you my uh, pretty much my review of the game uh, right after playing it. This uh, carries on after Resident Evil 7 with Ethan, the uh, no-face character that you play in Resident Evil uh, 7. Um, now, he is living his life with his uh, wife, Mia, who I killed in 7, and I don't know why she's still alive, but okay. And he's living his life. He has a child. They moved away. He had military training with Chris. Everything's going good. Then out of nowhere, she just gets shot up. Just shot up in the dining room. It's like, what is going on? Next thing you know, Chris walks into the house, and and he, he just starts shooting Mia like five times in the head. He's not explaining to Ethan what's going on. He just says, we need to get them out of here. He grabs the kid. He grabs Ethan and knocks Ethan out. Next thing you know, we wake up in a very dark, snowy village. We're going around. We're trying to figure out what in the world is going on, and we run into uh, these Likings. And they're, they, first of all, this game is very Resident Evil 4 heavy influenced. If you play Resident Evil 4, th- this is very, very... To the first scene where uh, you have to like fight the Likings, it's kind of like the first one. You just have to fight the zombies until time is up. You never know when time is up. You just you just got to survive. And it, uh, and you could t- you, it, it definitely felt uh, very Resident Evil 4 in a lot of ways. Whereas to the point where I feel like they shouldn't make a Resident Evil 4 remake, but they're going to. It's Capcom. Um, now, if you guys seen the commercials, uh, everybody knows about the tall vampire lady. Because uh, Capcom, yeah, the tall vampire uh, lady uh, that was advertised. Lady Demetriou, I think her called or Demetrius, I think her name is. She was advertised heavily. And that could be because of the memes and all that. And Capcom just say, "Hey, just go with the memes. Put more money into the, uh, put more money into the advertisement." Pretty much, this game has sections. Each section is a different horror to- uh, trope, which I liked in that uh, nature. Oh, that's cool. The first one was a can- uh, castle full of vampires. The second one was a uh, dollhouse ghost, like Annabella type of thing. The mm-hmm. third one was like a sea monster, kind of like how shark horror movies were. And then the last one was kind of like uh, Frankenstein in a factory. So I thought this was this was more like, it felt like a Resident Evil compilation in a way. Where there's like, hey, let's just get all our ideas out of here and just use it. I gotta say, I enjoyed the first half of the game a lot more than the second half of the game. And, excuse me, the when I listen to reviews for this game... It's usually the complete opposite. They like the second half more than they like the first half. Um, I think I like the first half because that felt scary to me. And I hate horror, for one. But I feel like Resident Evil should be horror to where the second half felt more action-paced. Which I think they did a good uh, job toning down the, uh, hey, let's do dumb, crazy things in this game. Versus, uh, you know, Resident Evil 5 where Chris is uh, punching a boulder. They actually mm-hmm. made a joke about that in the game uh, about Chris punching boulders and stuff. So it, it, it's like they know that they know they have dumb, you know, 
fun qualities in this game. But it fit the world very nicely. Uh, one thing I know in Resident Evil games that they usually end the last boss in like a factory. However, the factory in this game really felt like it belongs in this world. It didn't. It wasn't nice and polished. It was just like a worn down, rusted factory with just full of dead people. And I like. I, I honestly like that. It was a lot of qualities in this game that I really like. Um, but like I said, the first half was much better than the second half. The bosses were very creative in ways. I thought. Um, I would say the dollhouse would probably was the best one for me. Because, um because that that was just creepy. You had no guns or anything. Like you had no weapons in that board. They took your weapons away and you just had to like search. And there was this giant baby looking for you. And I think they did a good job with the stalking enemies in this game. However, um I feel like they should learn from Resident Evil 2 remake to where I think Mr. X so far has been the best stalking enemy that they had. Because not only is he stalking you, but the places he's talking you feels very closed in. And that brings more attention to the situation. And on top of that, you have to fight zombies that are in your path as well. So I feel like they could have jumped on that more. Whereas Lady Demetrius, she was like horrifying, but it was like, I, w- I wanted her to chase me because I, I, her character was so cool um, and sexy and attractive. So that, that also adds to it. Um, the, ending had a the story had a twist to it that i didn't expect them to have um i will go mild spoilers with this yeah um one thing that they did a great job with is that they learned from the seventh game was one they didn't have too many enemy varieties and two ethan had no personality they fixed both of them in this game and that worked very well um towards the end of the story uh Ethan's child has, uh, well, Ethan's child got kidnapped. We find out towards the end of the story that the villain in this world is um, is trying to get Ethan's child so she could uh, so she could rebirth her child, pretty much, because Ethan's child has DNA that resembles her child. Now, her child just so happens to be the enemy of the seventh game, which was Evelyn. With that being in the story, I thought that was extremely creative on how they meshed the two worlds together. Um, putting that together, that I thought that was very creative how they did that, and it it didn't feel forced. And I also feel like because we didn't get enough story of the of uh, the final boss, which was Mother Miranda, because we didn't get too much information about her, I think having her to having her have the same motive that Ethan has w- was fine. That was very fine because, uh, because it, strictly because we didn't get too much information about her. Just have having uh, like an, an adjacent protagonist. I mean, um, antagonist was pretty cool. Now we do find out later why Ethan has been taking all these hits. It's come to the point where Ethan was getting his hand chopped off, and he literally just put like this healing juice on it, and his hand was healed, which didn't make sense. Now we find out later in the story that he's uh part molded molded is the uh villains in the last resident evil that's the enemy types that you fight in the last resident evil game apparently ethan died in within the first few minutes of the first game and he was fed to the molded 
However, the molded uh, went inside of him. And because his drive to fight was so strong, he retained his memories and formed back to himself. That's why he was able to take as many hits as he was. He was, uh, cause he got his hand bit off. He only had like three fingers at one point. Like he should have lost blood at that point. He got stabbed in the gut a few times, got like, bru- he was pretty much being brutalized at a couple points. So it, that was the reason why that, uh, that was the reason why Rose wanted his child because she had DNA that led to being molded. And however, he was the perfected form of the molded. Uh, overall, the game, like I said, the game was okay. I thought it could have been better in a lot of areas. I feel like seven was a much stronger game slash horror game. However, these were great elements and I'm interested to see where nine goes. I'm not sure if, they're going to continue this first-person route because uh, at the end of the game, Ethan dies. So I'm not sure where they could go with this game. But overall, I was it's not better than 7, so I would give it... I would say I'll give it a B because I did have a good time playing it. Um, yeah, that's pretty much my review for Resident Evil 8 uh, Village. Uh, if you guys want to see the streams, uh, make sure you check out the Nerd Coalition Level Up channel. I'm also making highlight clips as well. Uh, you know, just putting up like some jump scares I had and uh, funny mo- funny moments during the streams that I had. So uh, make sure you check that out, and you know I'll have that on the channel for you guys. Um, uh, but yeah, that was pretty much all the topics that we went over uh, this week. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. Um, Qflow, where can we find you? Um, you can find me wherever you uh listen to your music at. Um, however, it's not just Qflow anymore. For those who didn't know, I oh, yeah, started a bad. new group. My bad. Yeah, I forgot you. Uh... I started a new group uh <laughs> four <laughs> four weeks ago. Um, it has been a roller coaster. Um. Of excitement, of course. Yeah, y'all been so you can find a radio station. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> this hey, is our man. takeover. It's our hey, time. Hey, man. Y'all seen what NWO did? We doing the same thing. Um, we just got a shout out from the dude who does the uh, NXT, the raps for NXT. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, we oh, just got a. Yeah, we just got a. Yeah, he just showed us some love on Twitter today. So, um, you could find us also at a uh, new Christian order on spotify well that's everywhere not just spotify um but yeah that's that's about it uh, and, uh, oh well wait 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 i'm wrong and i'm i'm, I'm so sorry that I, it's been a while since i've been here you can also find me co-hosting uh no gimmicks needed we got a uh, wrestlemania backlash tomorrow yeah, my that's boys small. is back. Yeah, you know I'm saying my boys is back. It's looking a little, it's looking a little hectic at the table. But we gonna, gonna get it right. We gonna get it right. You know what I'm saying? Some, you know, nobody wins when the family feud. Y'all heard what Jay Z said. So we gonna get it right. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? And then you know, we gonna go for them titles when it's all said and done. Uh, what? That's, that's quick it. question. What percentage are you at? Because last time I checked, you was at 120. Uh, flow. I'm at 200. Okay. <laughs> it's, yeah, oh, yeah, no, it's, it's up. It's up. It's, it's way up. <laughs> that, that was hilarious. Well, we've been, we've been, well, no, we've been dropping, we've, we've dropped, we've been dropping a freestyle every Wednesday for the last three Wednesdays. Mm. We're, 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 we, we snapping right now. So, 
I remember I asked you, because uh, he, he was putting up, like, percentages, and it was, like, 120 for a while. I was like, uh, Q, what? Like, what percentage are you oh, yeah, nah. He was like, nah, it went up. It <laughs> went up. No, it takes it, to it, wake him up. I was like, you know what? <laughs> oh, they, they, they awake now. They awake now. I just got, yeah. I've been getting random. I've been getting random, like, tweets and post like like shout outs on instagram and stuff they awake now over here putting so. gas in people night quill hey man violence wake up uh mr but, uh, oh, yeah. My bad. yeah right here oh no no i thought q was about to say more uh mr a and e where can we find you in q flows back pocket oh my god bro i tell y'all wait till I, I got a story for you when we hang up too Oh God! <laughs> uh, you probably keep me out the wallet. But meantime, you guys can uh, try to find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter, but mostly uh, on NC Studios. Getting the wrestling reviews up, trying to get some movie reviews up. They, they, they're going to be late. I was supposed to watch three movies this weekend, and I ain't seen not one of them. So I got to go back and uh, check all that stuff out and everything. Still check on reactions daily on NC Studios. So. And if you guys, if I happen to be on there this week, NC place number two B. Uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, I actually put some more videos up on Level Up. You'll see uh, Knockout City, which is such a fun game. Uh, the highlight reel for um, Resident Evil's coming, and then the rest of my gameplay for Little Nightmares, and then uh, It Takes Two. I finally finished editing that video. I'm not sure when I plan to. Hey, speaking of two, when we playing Army of Two? When I get it. And I need a new capture card to get it. <laughs> that that's the okay. only reason why I haven't like said anything to you about it because I, I need all the parts to get it. Okay, I got you. I, I, I do want to play it. Like, <laughs> I do too. I, I haven't played that game in a long while, but uh, I hope the controls are still good. But uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, uh, stay tuned for that. And uh, yeah, whatever you. All right, Q-Flow, take us out. Well, you're here, but... I'm right here. You know, you know what I mean. Take us out. We're bringing nerdgasm to your ears. Welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks. You already know. So sit back, relax, and hit the like button. Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming. Swag on trivia and prompts top five. Either way, it's fun and you're hearing it live. Join with your host, Mr. A and E. Yeah, you know it's the place to be. It's in C. $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.